Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I am your host, Claudine Wolk. You can find me at my Substack account, claudinewolk.substack.com. We're talking all about publishing and book marketing. If you have decided that you want to write a book and you're trying to figure out how to publish it, or maybe you've already written a book and you're trying to figure out how to market it, this is the podcast slash Substack for you. Our goal is to give you great tips, by example in some cases, to help you get your book seen and sold. So join us through the newsletter or the podcast today and get your book seen and sold. Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I am your host, Claudine Wolk. With us today is Dave Chesson. He is the owner of the Kindlepreneur website, an invaluable resource for authors interested in marketing their book and includes lots of self-publishing how-to. His work in the book publishing and book marketing industry has been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, and MarketWatch. You can find him at kindlepreneur.com, and I'll have that website in the show notes. Dave, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I love having you on because you're such an expert, and everybody who wants to publish a book automatically goes to Amazon and KDP. And you have created a product called Publisher Rocket, which can help authors understand so much about their own books and their competition, but also gets gets information to them specifically about the types of categories and keywords they need to use when they put their books on Amazon. So I was hoping that you could explain Publisher Rocket to us and then talk a little bit about the changes that Amazon has recently made that a lot of our authors may be saying, hey, what the heck's going on with my book? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, even 50 to 100 years ago or so, you know, publishing companies used to use some really important information in order to make the decisions that they make. They would do market trends, they would look at the competition, they would analyze what's going on. And that helped them as a company to better understand if this book they have is going to succeed in the market, or how to maybe twist or, you know, uh, pivot in the book so as to fit an existing market. But the point is, is that publishing companies have never just sat down and been like, let's do a book. Let's do this one. Just random. Like they just didn't do that. They never have. And so when Amazon created Kindle Direct Publishing, it allowed people to either skip the publishers and go right to the biggest book market there is, which is Amazon. And at the same time, it's funny, the publishing companies were actually like thumbing their nose at it. And then later on, they're like, oh, we need to do this too. Um, and so what's really incredible is that at that time, there was no software that helped anyone, either in the publishing side or the self-publishing side, to better understand the Amazon market. And so we created this software called Publisher Rocket, and it does exactly that. It's giving authors a very, it's like peeking behind the curtain and seeing the, you know, the uh, the wizard, you know, from the Wizard of Oz, pulling all the levers. You actually get to see what's going on. You can start to see the phrases that are driving sales, the, you know, the categories and, and their history and whether they're going up or down. Um, and so finally, for the, you know, for the first time, Self-published authors have the same competitive advantage, they have the same knowledge and resource that these major publishing companies have been using all these years to get their success, and it's right there at your fingertips. 
Gotcha. And that's available on your website, kindlepreneur.com. And right now it's $97. And I only mention the price because the authors that I talk to are so concerned about their budgeting dollars. And they understand that when they're going to be book marketing, all of these things come under budget items. And I think this is such a reasonably priced one that is super valuable. So yeah, it's yeah. and actually, well, you can find the software on publisherrocket.com. But another big thing about that is, is that that's $97 for life. It's not a subscription. Um, it's not a monthly cost. Once you pay it, you get to use it for as long as you are writing. Um, and by the way, that gets you all the updates. Uh, you know, as we're about to talk about, my team and I are constantly investigating Amazon and being prepared. Amazon make changes and we pivot and we're always adding new features and improving the software. And so those who bought it years ago are still benefiting from that. So, you know, it's I and some people ask me why why not make it a subscription? Well, because I hate subscriptions personally. <laughs> uh, I don't like having to, you know, pay monthly to be able to use a, a tool like this. I'd prefer to be able to say, you know what, here's my tool. And I'm now, you know, I'm now comfortable truly putting this a part of my publishing process for not just this book, but the future books. And I personally like that the most. So that's why I set it up that way. Yes. And it's super slick too, meaning that when you make an update, I just as a user go onto my software that's sitting on my desktop and the update is there. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Exactly. Love that. Okay. So for anybody who's new to this idea and decides that they want to go ahead and use it as a tool, how do you suggest that they get started? I know you have some great tutorials. We do. And that's really a, a phenomenal part. If you go to the tutor tutorial page on Publisher Rocket, right, you can find that at publisherrocket.com forward slash tutorials. Um, you'll notice that there are four videos on the left. And those four videos talk about our four biggest features, and it walks you through them. But what I love most is that we put some supplemental information to the right of those videos. So in case you want to dig a little further or you want to learn a little bit more, these are excellent resources for authors to go to. We also have a full free Amazon ads course that you can take. It's professionally videoed. Uh, it shows over my shoulder as I'm working through um, creating Amazon ads. And even if you don't purchase Rocket, you can still get that course and you can find it at amscourse.com. Uh, but I believe that, you know, the tool itself can give you incredible insight. It can give you the ability to uh, get your book in front of more shoppers. The question, the thing, though, is, is that as I tell people, a tool is only a tool until you know how to use it. Right. If you have a hammer, that's great. But if you don't know how to appropriately use it, you're not going to be you know, hitting any nails. And that's why I'm a big believer in education. And so we have really cool articles and videos and everything to help people get the most out of the tool, which is why it's been such a fan favorite of authors. Absolutely. How do people, uh, why is it important for an author to identify their categories on Amazon? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tie in both keywords and categories together uh, because I think they're really a symbiotic relationship. So Amazon is a giant storefront, right? I mean, that's a very broad statement, but let me pick this apart. You see, Amazon's biggest concern is making sure that when somebody goes to Amazon.com and they type something into the search bar, that Amazon does a great job of presenting them the best product for them, okay? Like, let's face it, if you went to Amazon.com and you typed in uh, kitty litter and it kept showing you dog food, 
like you would pretty much give up on Amazon at that point and just stop shopping there and that will kill them. So it is increasingly important that they show you good products that they have a customer for life. But even more so is they make more money when they show you the right product, right? So it's everything to them to show the customer the best possible product for them to buy, okay? So with that in mind, when it comes to books, it is incredibly important for Amazon to best understand your book so that they can choose to show your book to the right customer when they come. So when you go to publish your book on Kindle Direct Publishing, KDP, they're going to ask you a lot of questions about your book, okay? And what you put in there helps them to figure out where you should go. And the two biggest areas for that is your keywords and your categories. These are there to help them say, oh, okay, got it. This is a paranormal romance, but it's not just any paranormal romance. This is this kind of paranormal romance. And so we see that the authors who best understand how to choose keywords that not only fit what their book is about, but also reflect the words that customers truly write into Amazon when searching, that's where absolutely new authors can get their foot in the door and get in front of more shoppers. That's also where Amazon feels more comfortable about their book and shows it more often. The same thing goes with categories, is that there are over 14,000 categories on Amazon. And a lot of authors don't understand that. And so they quickly choose to, and they start getting lumped into things that they're not really supposed to be with. And when that happens, it confuses Amazon and a lot of things break. Another thing too, is there's categories where shoppers, there are some avid readers, right? I mean, we're talking about the people that crush out a couple of books, you know, a week. These people know exactly what categories they love. And many of them go to a category page to look for their next read, or as some of them call their next victim. But, <laughs> you know, they'll go through and they'll buy from there. Uh, the other thing, too, is, is that when books do really good in a category, they can hit the bestseller tag. The bestseller tag makes the book stick out. And it makes more people want to buy it, or as we call it, a higher conversion. So I've kind of blurred the two keywords and categories, but the biggest takeaway from this is that by choosing the right keywords and the categories for your book, you're not only helping your book to get in front of more shoppers, you're also helping Amazon to feel more confident about your book. So they'll show up more often to the right shoppers. Wow, that's so interesting. I hadn't thought of that. That's a lot of uh, responsibility in, in, in picking those keywords and categories. And, and again, your tutorials kind of explain how they work and how to pick them, and how to do the research on Publisher Rocket in order to find them. Um, so the other question I had is, for someone who is maybe a self-published author, and they're really only putting their book on Amazon KDP, maybe they've chosen KDP Select, and they're going to be exclusive with Amazon, they're physically uploading their book, and they're physically picking the categories. And it used to be that you could pick maybe what was it, 14 categories? You can go up to 10 plus oh, or 10 so. 10 plus, okay, uh, but my now. My recommendation always to authors was just go to 10. Anything further and you might, you know, get a couple more questions from Amazon. But yeah, it used to be that. Okay, and now it is what? How many now? Three. Three. Just Yikes. three. So what, how, how has that changed, the dynamic? Yeah, so, so back in the day, uh, just to break it down a little bit more, okay, uh, Amazon had a really confusing category system okay so again back in the day this is like 
six plus months ago or so uh, <laughs> from the time of us recording this. Okay. The, you know, and before what they would do is that you, when you went into KDP, they would have this pop-up and you could choose your two categories from the pop-up. Okay. Well, the first, shall we say, confusing thing is that those categories they showed were not Amazon categories. They were something called a BISAC. And a BISAC is like a international standardization category system. Okay. And what that was, it was designed because like a publishing company might have a whole bunch of categories they might put a book in but this mom and pa shop only has like 14 categories and they don't know where to put books but this giant barnes and noble has like 3,000 categories you know in shelves and so they so what they did they said you know what instead of people making up some weird categories and confusing shoppers for logistics purpose we're going to create this standard category system so amazon what was interesting was authors would go to amazon they th they would think they're per they're choosing their amazon categories and instead they chose a bisac and then Amazon would put them into something. Sometimes this was what the person was asking for. Sometimes it was not what they wanted. So that was confusion number number one. Confusion number two was that you could then, there was a special form you would go to and you'd fill out the form. And through that form, you could get Amazon to put you in more categories, change them, et cetera. All right. So the, the savvy author the one that, you know, was reading, was listening to podcasts like this or was reading on Kindle Printer would know that, hey, I'm going to select these two BISACs, but immediately upon hitting publish, I will go to this form and I will send them a list of these 10 categories and then I have control on what I'm a part of. Well, okay, so six months ago, Amazon basically was like, you know what, we should get rid of the BISAC system. And we are Amazon and we should just show people our, you know, 14,000 plus categories and let them select just three and that's it, right? Now, that system sounds so much easier and better. However, there's a lot of pitfalls to this and there's a lot of things that savvy authors need to know, okay? Number one is that Amazon can pick and choose what categories you go into. So even though you select those three, they have the right to remove you from some. They have the right to add you to some. They have the right to do whatever they want. I don't and like so that, Dave. I no likey. Yeah. I don't either. Well, <laughs> I didn't until we figured out what they were doing. Okay. Um, one of the things that Amazon is doing is it's not like humans. Amazon's not going to spend the money to have humans check a book and then come back and say, okay, this is good or whatever. Nope. They're using an algorithm. And the algorithm is looking at the keywords you chose and figuring out if you really should be in that category or not. So when you go to choose your seven Kindle keywords, I recommend two of the boxes or so having keywords that are very specific to the categories you've chosen so that that way the Amazon algorithm doesn't remove you from something. Okay. And one of the really cool features that we have on Publisher Rocket now is that if you choose a category through Publisher Rocket, we'll tell you what those keywords are, you know, so you can click the little keyword box. And now you see a list of really awesome keywords that books have used that have done well in that category. OK, so that's the first thing. The second thing about this system is that 27 percent of all the categories Amazon lists are called something or are called ghost categories. OK, now ghost categories are categories where you cannot rank in. That means you can't get a bestseller in them. And there is no category page, which means shoppers can't find it. That's one in every four 
categories is a ghost category. And so if you ended up choosing three ghost categories as your three, and by the way, you got a one in four chance, 25% of the time, right? If all three of your categories are ghost categories, you will not hit bestseller. No matter how many sales you make. Wow. How do you know what the ghost categories are? Well, so there's a really complicated system that you could do with a little bit of programming. Okay. Um, But basically it's, out of those 14,000 categories, finding the category page and verifying that it has the appropriate information. Uh, that will help, but there's you have to find a code, you have to switch out some links. Uh, we put it in Publisher Rocket. So now when you go to Publisher Rocket and you look at a category, it has this tag that tells you if it's a ghost or not. Oh, wow. And so we tell, so it's right there. Uh, you can scroll and as you're looking at these, by the way, our category feature lists every one of the categories tells you how many sales that day you need to make in order to be number one and number 10. It will now tell you if it's a ghost category. It tells you and tells you all this information, even historical information about the category. Sales are trending up, what what we've noticed, um, that sort of thing. But this latest thing is letting people know, hey, look, if you select this category, do note that you will never get a bestseller tag for that category. And do know that shoppers can't find your book in that category because the page doesn't exist. Whoa. So we tell people to really try to avoid them. Why would you, why would Amazon create a ghost category? I have my theories. Um, they're, when they did this system, this new category system, it's clear that they really didn't do a good job. Um, for example, to this day, there's still a category called turtles. And in parentheses, it says rename. like they literally and there's there's about seven of these categories out there that have that so-called rename note next to it and they never renamed it okay uh they clearly were like oh we need to rename this and they typed it in they were nobody cares so that's the first issue the second issue and this is my theory okay is that amazon has had to make a lot of new categories and they've had to make a lot of changes in the category system Um, and I think it's just easier for them to make a new category, but not have to go and construct a new page with the, the category link system, you know, as, as, as they say, and I think they just got lazy. And so they're now creating all these categories that get people excited and then they're adding into it and they're getting no benefit from it. Um, and so it's, it's a bit of a concern. I I think really it's because Amazon did not give it the appropriate attention. I think they kind of put something together. And personally, the reason why I think Amazon did this new system is because they didn't want to have to pay for people to have to receive the filled out form and then go in the back end and change. So I think they're cutting their costs. Mm -hmm. Um, That's Mm -hmm. been a big thing in the news for Amazon is they've been trying to cut their costs, improve their profitability. Uh, And this this feels like one of those times where they did enough to cut their costs, but not enough to actually make it better. Right. Boy, that sounds like it makes it makes a lot of sense. uh, Your theory there. Hmm. Okay. So good to know. Really, really, really important information for the authors out there. And you know, I have a new book out, um, Get Your Book Seen and Sold. And I've been noticing it just came out this this week. And I'm I'm looking at these categories and I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't put those in. Like why? Yeah, Amazon's, Amazon's changing them up. Yeah. Uh, and I know we had and- some good sales and I'm like, why aren't I number one? I got to go back and look through my publisher rocket and see if those categories are potentially ghost categories now if i find that they are can i change the category yes you can, I can. Uh, you can go right into kdp and you can change it 
Um, the other thing too is, is that, and yeah, and by the way, that's, it's been crazy because about three months ago or so, there were a lot of authors saying there's, I don't get it. I should absolutely be number one bestselling this cat. And, and I'm not, I don't understand it. And now it's like, oh, because it was a ghost category. You can't yes. like, no matter how good your sales are, how hard you work, whatever you do. Right. It won't happen. Got it. Um, so yeah, it sounds like a really good chance that you got a ghost category in there. Yep. Uh, the second thing is, is that you just go into KDP and you select a different one. Okay. I recommend too, is that again, you have those seven Kindle keyword boxes. When you select the categories you really want to be a part of, find the right, you know, go to that category in Publisher Rocket, click on the keyword button, see that list and choose ones that you think really fit your book and put it into one of those seven Kindle keyword boxes. And from that moment, you are doing a much better job of really telling the Amazon algorithm, yes, my book should be in this category. And you will see that there's a lot, uh, much, much, much better chance that they won't mess with you. Love that. Thank you so much. That That is awesome information. I just wanted to ask him one other question. Um, why do you think, for, for an author who might say, I don't really want to be getting into this level of detail about my book. I just want to put it on Amazon and be done with it. What would you say to that author? Well, I, if you, let's put it this way. Um, just, it's kind of like a bookstore. Okay. Let's say you're in Barnes and Noble. When you say the whole, I just want to write it and just put it up there. That would be like Barnes and Noble taking your book and just putting it in a random shelf. You know, mm. and and by the way, because you didn't present them with enough information at Barnes and Noble, they'll probably put you in the way back, maybe in the, you know, in, in the, the coffee room that nobody even knows about, you know, or whatever. Like they're just going to throw it back there. That's really what you're doing with Amazon is Amazon is not going to put you in that prime real estate. They're not going to show you to, to customers. If, if you just if you don't do uh, at least just. And I mean, we're not talking about like 50 hours of work here. We're talking about just, hey, open up the program, follow a couple of things, understand the keywords, choose your seven Kindle keyword boxes with information that helps. Choose your three categories with good information so that you're not shooting yourself in the foot and then put them in there. That is going to help you be in the right section of the store, in the right category slash shelves and on the right spot so people can see the spine of your book or the front of your book and have a higher chance of picking it up. That's the equivalence here. And so if you want to get, if if you're going to put in all that hard work in coming up with your book and writing it and the amount of money you're going to put into maybe either an editor or building a cover or, you know, all the other things that come from it, then at least give it the best chance to stand on its own two feet in the world's biggest store. Agreed. And and I love the that perfect explanation. And it it is really what authors want the most. They want to give their book the best possible chance. Absolutely. And if you've done a good job in writing it, then really getting, you know, getting it in front of more people, let it do what it was designed to do at that point. But don't put it off somewhere in a dark corner for nobody to find, you know, then then all of that work, all of that time, the money, the resources that you spend in putting together will go for naught. Excellent. And I'll have all the links in the show notes to what Dave has been talking about. Uh, he also recorded a, a video that will walk you through these category changes, and it's called Insane Amazon Category Changes. 
<laughs> right on the nose there, Dave. And you know, it's like, well, when you got 27% <laughs> of your categories won't do anything for people, that's kind of insane. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best title I could come for. I love it. And it, it explains it perfectly. So thank you. And thank you for giving us the update. Where is the favorite place for people to find you? Well, you can find me at kindlepreneur.com. And if you scroll down to the bottom, there will be a link for the contact me page. Just go there. And if you have any questions about anything we talked about, hit me up there and I still answer every one of them. You are very kind. And and I, I just wanted to say all the information that you have on Kindlepreneur is so generous and on every subject having to do with uh, publishing and marketing. You do such a great job. You're, very, you're a very generous man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. All right. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back again and we can talk about any other latest updates and things that you find sounds good Terrific. always ready thanks dave appreciate it and you are listening to get your book seen and sold you have been listening to get your book seen and sold with claudine woke thanks for listening and remember to share and subscribe to my Substack. get your book seen and sold at claudinewalk.substack.com with paid subscriptions some less than five dollars a month you will have access to all of my resource-filled posts and podcasts, plus a fill-in-the-blank book marketing plan that you can download. At the highest subscription level, you will also get a 30-minute consult with me. When you are ready to make some decisions about your book, subscribe today, and let's come up with a plan.